Well, hello, everybody. I hope everybody had a good uh, Christmas and New Year's. Um, so I've been getting into certain uh, podcasts, and one of the cases that I came across um, really blew my mind because, first of all, I have never heard about this case. And usually, you know, I'm pretty, pretty good at keeping up with, you know, the, the Joneses pretty much. <laughs> but, um, this, this, I mean, I, I don't ever remember, I mean, hearing about this. So, um, what I'm reviewing today is, um, the strange case of Chloe Levert and Gage Daniel. Um, so basically this is the story. On September 23rd, 2012, at 9.30 p.m., nine-year-old Chloe and seven-year-old Gage went missing. Uh, the They were half-siblings. They had lived with their grandparents. Leon, uh, nickname was Bubba, and Molly McLaren in uh, Unionville, Tennessee. Um, at approximately 9.30, the house caught on fire and was burned to the ground. So Bubba and Molly were found dead inside, but despite thorough searches... Um, of the wreckage by authorities and everybody else, there was no trace of cl- of the kids at, were ever found. Um, so that, that that in itself is kind of weird. Um, you know, we'll get into it a little bit later. But um, people believe that you know maybe they, they somehow got out of the the house and were just hiding, and that's why no trace was was ever found because they did live in a very rural type of area. So it's possible that they did survive the fire and may have gotten lost and then succumbed to the uh, elements out in, you know, the wilderness or the woods or whatever. Uh, Because, you know, being scared and not knowing, you know, where to go, what to do, that is a possible, you know, um, scenario, I guess. Um, so authorities are still weren't sure of what caused the fire. Um, however, the sheriff had believed that it was caused by an accident because the McClares had over, over 30 propane tanks in the basement. Um, and there was some evidence that the tanks had ruptured. However, though, there was no sign of an explosion. So if the propane tanks hadn't exploded or that's what caused the fire, then what did? Because neither the uh, the grandparents, they weren't smokers, they weren't, you know, they they didn't do, you know, stuff like that. So is it is it possible that maybe it was just an electrical fire that had got out of control? <clears throat> or, very sinister, did somebody um, set the house on fire? Now, authorities believe that the kids had died in the fire, but when forensics came in, there was no evidence to support their theory. Um, the kids' mother, Cheryl, believes that the kids were actually kidnapped and the fire was set intentionally. So skip ahead to a year after the fire, um, a witness actually reported seeing Chloe, the, young, the older daughter, at a restaurant and had taken a photo of the girl. Now, Cheryl, the mom, believed that the girl in the photo, <coughs> excuse me, was her daughter because her daughter had a very, very distinctive blue eyes. 
like she described them as sky blue. And obviously, you know, a mother knows her daughter. But you also have to think, is it just so possible that she's just so grief-stricken um, that it wasn't her daughter and she just so desperately wanted it to be her daughter? Um, but this particular person that had snapped a photo, not only did she see Chloe, but she was with her brother, Gage. So is it possible that somebody did come in and kidnap the kids and, you know, take them away and they're still alive or they they were together. So is it possible that it was kind of like a raising Arizona situation where they kidnapped the kids just because they wanted a kid so bad? Or is it something more sinister? Is, did somebody kidnap them for, you know, to get them into sex trafficking or, you know, whatever? That has also been a possibility. Um, so either, you know, Gage and Chloe had died in the fire or they were taken. Um, because if Gage and Chloe were in the house at the time of the fire, um, the, the fire had itself burned so hot that it would have disintegrated their bodies. But, um, cause honestly, you know, I worked at more, I, I did work at a, you know, funeral home. Cremations occur at 1500 degrees. But there are some fire experts that agree that the fire did burn at more than 150 degrees, which if it did, it would have disintegrated the children's bodies. But it also makes you think if it would dis disintegrate the children's bodies, why would it not disintegrate the, the grandparents? Um, but there's also some fire experts that say that it's unlikely that the fire had ever gotten that hot. Um, the fire, though, had been aired and vented through a door that was left open. Now, this is where it gets strange. Um, it was open in the basement. Now, according to Cheryl, her dad was very adamant about um, every night checking to make sure that the basement door was locked. It was a routine that he had um, <coughs> Sorry, every night before he had gone to bed because um, he, that is where he kept his tools. So he wanted to make sure that, that that area of the basement was always locked up and secure. So why was that door left open? Um, it's a very strange thing because you don't know why were these people targeted. Because to get to, to get to these people's houses or house, it was a very secluded area. So unless you knew that the kids were there, you you wouldn't have known that they were there. So either someone had been watching, you know, the house for a while and started, <coughs> sorry, understanding the routine, or um, it was somebody that was close to the family and knew the family and knew that the kids were in that house. Um, because Cheryl, she had admit, you know, the reason why the kids were with her parents is that she had battled, you know, drug addiction, alcoholism, and so she had get, given custody, but she still went to go see her kids as much as she could. So I don't want to fault her for that. Like, if you know that you have a problem, good for you getting help and good for watching out for your kids and making sure that they are taken care of. Um, so, I mean, you know, she did get questioned by the authorities. Um, she was polygraphed, passed a polygraph with flying colors. Um, and even the, so Chloe's dad actually has passed away. Um, and Gage's dad was questioned, was cleared by the authorities, did pass a polygraph. Um, he even said in a few statements that he 
doesn't know what to make out of this. Um, but from what everybody has told him, that he believes that the children didn't didn't die in the fire. That somebody quite possibly did hurt, you know, Bubba, Bubba and Molly, um, killed them, and then set the house, you know, took the children, but set the house on fire to make it look like the kids had died in the fire. Um, I mean, that that is a very good possibility, but think about it. It's been 10 years now since they were last seen, and... It, it, they're, they're still just, I mean, when I heard about the story, because I, I don't ever remember hearing about it, but, you know, granted, I don't live in Tennessee, so it's it's not like it's something I would see on the news. Um, but it almost reminds me of a story I did on this podcast um, a few months ago about the Sauter children uh, back in, I believe it was the 1920s or 30s, five kids um, their house had burned down and five of the kids went missing. Now, how do five kids go missing? That is crazy. But also, when I when I heard about the story, that made me think of that story. What is going on? Did the children intentionally set the fire? Um, but why would they? When they, they, you know, they were in a place that was full of love. They were, and, and you really don't want to think, you know, a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old are going to do something like that. But stranger things have happened. But I honestly don't believe that they, they did anything. I think somebody did come in and take them, whether it be, you know, a close member of the family or whether it be a family member themselves. Um, but obviously something happened because Cheryl, the mother, had said, like, nobody knew that the kids were up there because they were so secluded. It was, a you know, you had to get up a long road so somebody was watching, I think, for a long time. Um, and I don't think this was just a random act. It wasn't somebody that was just driving by because, like I said, you couldn't see their house from the road. And was like, oh, two kids, let's, let's go kidnap them. I seriously think that somebody uh, either close to the family or knew the family was involved in this. And I... You know, listening to the mother, uh, I feel horrible for her. I mean, she's gotten her life together. She is, you know, actually um, is a drug, um, ther- I guess, therapist, I want to say. I don't know. Um, but to not know what happened to your children and for your parents to die in a way like this, I, I can't imagine. I-, I can't imagine. So, I mean, hopefully... Someone knows something. Somebody sees something. Just yeah, they need this. This story is just sad in general. There needs to be justice for Bubba and Molly. And also, if Chloe and Gage did die in the fire, there needs to be justice and answers for that because nobody just vanishes into thin air. It's not possible. So if they did not die in that fire, where are they? What happened? So hopefully y'all can research this yourself a little bit and and listen to the Unsolved Mysteries podcast that I heard it on. Um, It's a very interesting story and very, very sad. And I just hope the mom gets closure and we can finally put to rest after 10 years of what really happened to these kids.